Hey, this is Dante, and you are listening to the Smoke and Profit Podcast. This message is about staying passionate about your calling. A few things that help Lola and I stay passionate about our callings are rest, routines, and daydreams. Right, Lola? You're exactly right, Dante. Rest restores us. Routines help us to automate our day and free up our minds to do more meaningful things and become consistent with the things that we are already doing and daydreams ah daydreams are so refreshing now when I talk about daydreams I'm not talking about worrying I'm not talking about being anxious I'm not talking about ruminating over something that is not good or something that you're concerned about I'm talking about this beautiful restorative refreshing Thing that your mind does when it just begins to go through your thoughts, when it begins to connect things from 10 years ago with something that happened yesterday, or maybe even connecting some thoughts that someone said to you a few minutes ago with something that you've been thinking about. I'm talking about that practice, the practice of connecting thoughts, innovating, creating, and solving problems. All of these things are so, so powerful. But this is not all. These are not the only things that help us stay passionate about our calling. One other major game-changing thing that helps us stay passionate about our callings and can help you stay passionate about your calling is not not helping helping the the wrong wrong people. And that's what this episode is all about. So if you're a giver, if you're a generous person, or if you're a developing leader or someone that really, really likes to pour into your clients as a consultant and as a coach, then you need to listen to this message. This message is going to help safeguard you. I remember meeting this really, really incredible leader and this leader was a developer. And at the time I didn't know they were a developer, but they did something very, very interesting when they started in a new area and started working with new people. They sent out a mass email. They were like, hey, if you're interested in development, here are four things that you need to do. And they did that as a means to put a hook out for people that were interested and to see who was going to bite and to see who was going to be really, really willing to invest in themselves. That's what we have to do when we're in leadership. That's what we have to do when we are giving so much to others, we have to put things in place to make sure that we connect with people that are willing to see the value in what we have and willing to invest what they need to so that they can get something from the situation. And so that we don't end up feeling demoralized when it's like, dang, I did all of this to help this person and look where it got me or look where we are, look where they are. And so that's what this message is about. That's what this episode is about. In this spontaneous live stream turn podcast that we're about to let you hear, you'll hear what helping the wrong people does, some real life situations, and some cues to look for that are red flags. That's right. This message will level up your awareness, making you more ready to master recognizing and avoiding the demoralizing situations you could find yourself in trying to help the wrong people. Hey friends, it's me, Lola. Come up in here. I got something I want to share 
with you. I have something that I want to say. I was talking to my husband this morning and I was like, mm, I'm engaging in some intentional acts of self-care. I will be doing things for me that I want to do for the rest of the year. And I told him why I was inspired to do that. And I said, really, it came from this place of helping the wrong people, right? I said, I had this epiphany about helping the wrong people. And I said, I just got to come on here and just talk about my experience and what I learned from it. What helping the wrong people taught me first, let me just tell you what happened. I have been in this space and almost feeling like I'm in this freaking alternate universe. I'm in this metaverse where I have me that's like, oh yeah, boom, got this, got that. And then I have the other me that is like, man, I, I don't want to do none of this. I don't want to do none of it. Nothing that I do, I don't want to do. I'm not interested in it. I have a family. I love being with my family. I love playing in dirt. I love, when I say playing in dirt, I like messing with plants and flowers and stuff. So I've been feeling like on one end, like, oh, yay. And then on the other end, I'm like, man, I don't want to do any of this. I don't want to do any of this. It's the value in it. Yes, I love people. Yes, I love seeing people discover what's inside of them. I love helping people unlock the treasure of themselves. I love helping people step out and have courage to do the things that they felt like they couldn't do. I love I love all of that, but then I don't feel like I want to do it. And the reason why is because I help the wrong people. I help the wrong people and you're probably thinking I'm going to say it burned me. No, it didn't burn me. I just helped the wrong people. And when you help the wrong people, they can't give you the return you're supposed to be getting. See, anytime you expend energy, anytime you do something, there's a return that's going to come back. Okay? Hey, this is Dante here with a quick disruption, abruption, and interruption of your current broadcast. In the next few seconds, Lola is going to go over a phrase that we did not give a lot of details about. That's because this broadcast was streamed live and it was completely spontaneous. You might even be able to hear me in the background talking to Lola at the same time. So I'm here to add a little more clarity before Lola gets back. The phrase is, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. And this is Newton's third law of motion. So now that we've cleared that up, enjoy the rest of this broadcast. There's something that's going to happen for every action, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. You know the thing. You know the thing. <laughs> Anyways, anytime you do something, there's going to be a return. So anytime you put energy out, there's going to be a return. If I do anything at all, I can expect that there's going to be a return. When you help the wrong people, the return ain't nothing that can help you. It's not. I told my husband, it's like giving your pearls to pigs. And what made me think of that was this morning. I'm talking to our oldest son. We're having this whole discussion about chips and somebody taking some chips that wasn't theirs and all of that this morning. And our oldest was like, yeah, I told blah, blah, blah that I wasn't going to give them any of my pizza. And our oldest said the reason that they said no to this person was because 
This person is always wanting something, but never wanting to give to them. And when they said that, I said, that's smart. I said, and what you should have also told them is why you weren't going to share your pizza. Hey, like I'm not sharing my pizza with you, not because I'm being selfish, but because I see that you're a person that has a pattern of taking and never wanting to give, right? You have a pattern of taking and never wanting to give. And I said, son, that would be you giving your pearls to pigs. So where did I get this reference from? I got it from the Bible. So this is in Matthew chapter seven, verse six. And I'm gonna read the NIV. This is probably one of the newer versions, but it says, do not give what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Now I'm not breaking the scripture down hermeneutically. I'm not looking at the text according to the time that it was written in, those um, types of things. I'm not looking at that. What I'm looking at is what a pearl is and what a pig is. Don't give your pearls to pigs. Don't cash your pearls to pigs. Hey, it's me again. I know you're probably thinking how lucky you are to be hearing this message, but I do have one other thing I need to clarify. I know you were excited to hear about it because I'm just as excited to tell you about it. In this clip, Lola is talking about clams making a pearl when it's actually oysters that make pearls. But don't worry, keep listening. And if you're enjoying this message, go ahead and leave us a quick review telling us how much you enjoyed this message. All right, now enjoy. A pearl is something valuable. And how a pearl is made is really, really cool. A pearl is made under pressure with trash and debris. Trash and debris get inside of the clam, whatever. And it irritates it because it irritates it. It begins to secrete these lubrications to help ease its discomfort. And that causes the pearl to be made. So anyways, a pearl is something beautiful. It's something valuable. It's something nice. A pig is not. A pig is something that people eat. It's something we eat. It's an animal. And it's not even one of those animals that's really like, it's not like a dog. It's not like a cat. It's not a clean pet. It doesn't groom itself. It likes to play in mud. The pig has no concept of the value that the pearl has. Jesus said, don't give your pearls to pigs. When you help people that you're not supposed to be helping, a lot of times they have no ability to conceptualize and understand what you're giving to them. So it's like giving something good to something that can't even understand it. What is it gonna do with it? Nothing. And then guess what happens? You work, you give to people, you help them, you're pouring out your life, you're pouring out what you got. And remember I told y'all earlier, anytime we put anything out into the earth, there's a response. Anytime I do something, I can expect something in return. That's natural. When you help the wrong people, they can't give you anything in return. What happens when you give? What happens when you go to a gym and work out? You come home and you tired. You're looking for something to, to drink to refresh you. You're looking for food to put into your body to give you energy that you've just expended. When you give, when you help people, you're giving out. And the return that they're supposed to be able to give back to you is the reward that gives you strength, that refreshes you. It gives you courage. It gives you energy, steam, confidence, stamina to keep going. When you're helping the wrong people, they can't give you that.
They can't give you that. That's why we get so defeated when we have a goal and we don't meet the goal because there's no return. There's no return. There's no evidence, no evidence that my labor meant anything. So that's what I learned about helping the wrong people. This is what I also learned. When you help the wrong people, you don't want to help nobody, including yourself. That's why I was feeling like I'm in a daggone metaverse where I got me over here where it's like, yay, everything is great. And then I got me over here on the other side. It's like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do no the smoking profit. I don't want to do no nothing. I don't want to help nobody. I don't even want to help the people that I know I need to be helping. But this is why it's so, so important for you not to help the wrong people. Now, I know somebody's going to debate and argue and say, well, you're supposed to be kind. You're supposed to be good. These are basic fundamental principles of our faith, right? And even if you're not a believer in God, your parents probably taught you to do good to people. That's normal. But guess what? You do not have to keep showing up for people that are just depleting you. That's not smart. That's not being responsible. It's not being wise, okay? That's not taking what you have and multiplying it. My favorite parable, the parable of the talents. Everything that you have, when you put out energy, you're supposed to be able to get a return on it. If you have an idea, you're supposed to be able to multiply it. If the Lord gives you $100, you need to be able to do something with that $100. Even if that means I got to take this much and put it on a bill and then I'm going to take at least $10 and I'm going to save it in this account because there's something I need to invest in for myself that's going to give me a brighter future. Everything has to be multiplied. When you are helping the wrong people, you're putting your energy out there in a way that cannot be returned well. It's not wise. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And don't feel like your convictions of faith say that you have to keep showing up for people that are not, man, they're not giving you anything. No, you don't. It's not wise. Yes, generous souls always prosper. Yes, the Lord returns generosity. Yes, he rewards generosity, but he also rewards wisdom. Wisdom the ability to take information, the ability to take something that you've learned, the ability to take your experience and do better with life in the future. He also rewards that. And he doesn't want you burning yourself out. He doesn't want you overwhelming yourself when he like, fam, you know you're not about to get no return on that. I didn't even sing you that way. You went over there. It's like Abraham and, and his nephew Lot. I love the Abrahamic covenant because it's three parts. It's really dope. But Abraham and Lot, God told Abraham, leave your family. He said, leave your family, right? Go off. And Abraham hanging out with his little, little buddy, little bruh, little nephew, let him come with them. And then there was a problem later on. There was a problem and they had to separate. And then Abraham had to go and save lot from Sodom and Gomorrah. Remember that whole story. But you don't have to keep pouring out in the wrong places. Don't keep giving something that is valuable to people that can't conceptualize its value. Come on. What I learned about helping the wrong people is that the return that doesn't show up is what you need to gain confidence and motivation and courage to keep going. Even when I'm working in our garden, 
when we're working our garden, that's hard work, y'all. It's hard work to dig up the ground, to till the ground, and to get it prepared for the seed, to put the seed in there. Then we got to water it. I'm getting sweaty, y'all. I'm getting tans. My skin face has so many freckles on it now from the sun. It's hard work. It's hard work. But guess what happens after I put in all that work? The seed comes up. There's fruit. There's a harvest. There's a return. That's what we need to keep us going. That's what we need to do heavy tasks, to handle big callings. We need that return to encourage us, to motivate us, to keep going. We need it. And when you're helping the wrong people, that return, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And then you sitting up there and you're depleted when the harvest was gonna be the thing that filled you up and gave you courage to keep going and to handle the next giant and to climb the next mountain. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Okay. Ty Johnson is saying it will nourish you. Erica, Erica Ryan is saying that is so true. Yeah. So we're not playing y'all. We're not playing. We're not playing. I'm never a proponent of being nasty, mean, and thoughtless to people. Never. But you've got to exercise wisdom. Jesus knew how to walk away. He did. There were times where people would be looking for Jesus and Jesus had gone off. He like, I'm around these people and they taking, they taking from me. And then I thought about it, Lord. I'm like, man, you know, Lord, Father, we're some fickle creatures. I said, I guess this is why you said that you were going to limit our days on earth because you'd be going through the same thing that I'm going through. Oh my gosh. <laughs> on one end, it's like, yay. And then on the other end, it's like, what? Ain't no way I'm going to do this for eternity. Man got to have a limit. No, they can't live forever. <laughs> Margot Shields Johnson said, God told me he is doing a tearing away. I would love hearing more about that. Kimberly Douglas said, it can feel very discouraging. Yes, that's what it does because there's no return. The people that help you, you're giving your pearl to a pig, something. And this is not to call people pigs, but the basis of that text, pearl, valuable. Pig cannot conceptualize the value of the pearl. When you take anything from you and you give it to someone that you are not supposed to be helping, you are taking it and giving it somewhere where the value cannot be conceptualized and then there is no return. There is no harvest. You don't see it. Let me tell you what happened one time, y'all. This was years ago. Years ago. Someone said they needed help with a resume. Y'all, I helped them. I helped them with this resume. I don't do resume writing. I don't work in HR, but guess what? I had an opportunity to have a one-on-one -on -one with someone who was in HR at my job. And they told me everything to do on the resume. They told me how to lay it out. They told me what I was doing right, what I needed to change. They gave me their knowledge. So when this person said that they needed help with the resume, I helped them. I helped the person. I took my time, poured it into helping them completely rearrange their resume to make their strong points like a billboard. Rearranged it. The person never said thank you. Between three to six months later, I see them posting online on social media about some resume service, some person, not even a big company, helping them. This is what happens when you help the wrong people. You see that? That's what happens. 
they ignore you because they can't conceptualize your pearl. They can't see your value. They can't see the value. It doesn't help you because there's no return. That person didn't even open their mouth to say thank you. They didn't even open their mouth to say thank you. Another thing on a side note, another thing I'm not playing with this year, people that don't tell me thank you, if you don't tell me thank you, I'm not gonna keep helping you. You wanna know why? I'm not giving my pearls to pigs. Does it mean I don't love you? No, it doesn't. Does it mean I don't like you? No, it doesn't. Does it mean I won't be kind to you? No, it does not. It just means that I'm not gonna keep giving you opportunities to not tell me thank you. You're not getting my energy. You're not getting it, period. Kim said, wow, yes. So listen, be very, very aware of who you help. Be very, very aware. I learned a long time ago, if I'm talking to somebody and they're asking me questions and they ain't writing nothing down, I stop talking. I stop talking. There's no way you're going to remember everything I'm saying. And I'm not giving my pearls to somebody who cannot conceptualize the value of the words that are coming out of my mouth by respecting it enough to write it down or record it. If I'm telling you something, you ain't taking notes and you didn't ask me a question, you better get on up out my face and I'm going to cut that conversation short and I'm going to stop pouring out. Learn how to recognize the cues. That's a cue. If you're a consultant, if you're a coach, if you're a coach and you're giving somebody a plan of what to do and they're coming back to you week by week by week and they ain't done nothing on that list, you are helping the wrong person. Sorry, not sorry for saying that. You're helping the wrong person. Recognize it. Help the right people so that you can get the return, the reward, the value, because you need that steam to move on to the next thing, or else it'll have you feeling like, I don't want to do anything. It'll have you feeling like you don't even want to help yourself. It'll have you feeling like your calling doesn't matter. Your dreams don't matter. You're just like, I don't want to do nothing, but just sit down and rest. I'm not about to cry. I'm being extra. <laughs> but I think I've said enough today. Did I say enough? Okay. All right. So I'm done. I'm out of here. I'm Lola with The Smoking Prophet. Y'all, The Smoking Prophet is a life advice brand designed to resource you spiritually, creatively, and socially. Our goal is to give you what it takes others years to get. We do that in a very simple way through our blog and our podcast. Our blog is thesmokingprofit.com. Our podcast is The Smoking Prophet Podcast. We have 100 plus episodes there. Please go and check us out. So listen, I didn't turn down. Y'all see that my temperament is all the way back down to zero now. <laughs> I'm mild me for the moment, but I'm going to go in here and have fun with my fam and all of that good stuff and do my regular daily routine. I love y'all. I hope y'all have the most amazing life. Thanks for checking in with me. Do me a favor. If you feel like this message, bless you. Go ahead and drop $10,000 in my account. Okay, just do it right now. Nobody has to know. I'm just playing. Don't drop $10,000 in my account. Do me a favor. Just tag someone. Share this message with someone. Let them hear it. Let them be encouraged. We may clean this up for the podcast and take out all of the extra stuff. Then sometimes I like the extra stuff to be in there. So I don't know. We're going to do what we do. In the meantime, tag someone. Send this to somebody. Copy the link, text it to someone, let them see it. Love y'all. Have the most amazing life. Bye. Spiritually, creatively, socially. Spiritually, creatively, socially. Do life.
Give up, babe. 